0: Hi everybody Yoshi Unleashed starts now
1: Welcome everyone to Yoshi Unleashed with Yoshi Tatsu. I am one of your co-hosts Lee. I am joined by KWK, the KFab wrestling collector from the KFab Heroes line. Sean, and we have our host Yoshi Tatsu. Sean, how you doing today?
2: Uh, my flag is a little bit on the side, shifted a little bit, but that's okay. I'll fix it later. Um, yeah, I've been great. Thanks for coming in, guys.
0: And Yoshi, how are you? I'm always good always fine
1: awesome yoshi how has your week been
0: uh okay this week so
1: i had a couple
0: old japan matches and uh, i went to my bus press gifu then i saw my how should i say my sponsor yeah yeah that's it
2: did you okay. find the gear what? Did you find the gear?
0: Oh, just just so... I went to my parents' house, just so I sleep. I didn't find Oh, so you but... went to
2: your parents' house, just go to sleep, and didn't look for anything.
0: Great. Right. See, see yeah. I've been asking
2: for this since what? Okay, I will find... Je- I will January, find... now we're in
0: December. I will find... <laughs> but... I'm looking for, but... Is it buried that, in a shrine somewhere? Yeah, but I didn't throw throw away my gear. Okay. So, somewhere, somewhere I have, I think. I don't know. I, I, I'm i waiting for it.
2: I mean, you know, I have never been in a situation where I'm offered to pay money for something that will take this long. Not even the guys that pre order your figures will have to take this long, man. Come on.
0: Yeah. How How's my actual figure sales? Good or not bad?
2: Uh, I think we did okay. Um, I'm waiting on the final numbers from Asylum. So, you know, once I have that, then, you know,
1: I'll, I'll let you know. Yoshi, are what you is, ready to talk some wrestling news? Yeah. What is
0: our, uh today's topic?
1: Okay. Well... Topics. We are going to start with Ric Flair's comments Okay, that he, that he made on uh, AEW Rampage, which is pre-taped. And yeah. in a segment, Ric Flair invited all the women in the audience from the ages yeah. of 18 to 28 to meet yeah. him in his hotel room. But no boyfriends or husbands were allowed. Now, the line was expected to be cut from the broadcast. Uh, However, I don't personally know if it was or not. Um, So that was the comment that he had made. Yoshi, what is your opinion of Ric Flair?
0: So looks like Rick Flair No no feel happy, right?
1: Um, so my understanding with the comments that he made after he had uh spoken about it. And he basically said on his own social media account uh, that he would be willing to walk away from AEW if needed. And the comments that he had made (laughs) were, I am so tired of hearing all this negativity. Can't I simply enjoy being by my dear friend Sting's side for the next few months without so much hatred? I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy life, he said. I have earned the right to do whatever I want and I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything, Tony Khan, but I'm more than willing to walk away if I am embarrassing you or your company. Wow.
0: I think he's a man. Rick Rea is a man. Because you know, many people hesitate to talk about uh, themselves, like honestly. But this is like a his comment is a like very honest comment. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, I think he's brave. Yeah.
1: Now a lot of people have, you know, from what I've seen, have been posting, mm-hmm. uh, it's Ric Flair, you know, this is his this is his gimmick, this is who he is. Uh and I mean we've been around the wrestling world more than enough years. If you go back and watch Ric Flair from the nineties, whether it be WCW, WWF, go back to that Jim Crockett promotions of NWA and things to that nature. These comments are actually nothing new that he's made, you know, with when it comes to women. Realistically, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's Ric Flair, you know, look at the plane ride from hell, you know, but.
0: <laughs>
1: so he he's fear... the one that he
2: did the helicopter,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds right right they he feel he's old right, getting old
1: yeah and, Since... and the the problem that people are having is the the specific comment with the women being eighteen to twenty eight and him being in his seventies,
0: yeah so like uh, the ages are too different so he's get, he feels he getting older so he thinks it's time to leave the AW right he feels
2: I don't think it is I think it's actually more the fact that from people's comment that upset him. Not necessarily that... I I don't think that he really wants to leave. I just don't think that. I mean, how much money is he going to be left off from this deal? Because he's got his energy drink with this whole deal. Okay, Amongst (laughs) other stuff. I mean, Tony Khan has to give him a boatload of money for coming in.
0: Later.
2: So so you know, I I wouldn't think so, but I think he probably said that out of frustration. But let's be honest. I mean, I mean, Lee, you, you you said it correctly, you know, Ric Flair just being Ric Flair. He's been doing that for god knows how many years now. Same thing, same freaking comment. So all of a sudden, all these finicky keyboard warriors Started jumping on Ric Flair because oh he's saying something about 18 year olds. Oh, this is bad. Like I hate to say, but what the fuck, man? Like, were you were you like came out came out of the wrestling shell like yesterday? Yeah. Like, come on. This is just ridiculous. Really? I I don't I mean I mean, you know, I mean, I know there are people that hate Ric Flair. But then, you know, every single wrestler in this business, there has to be someone that that hates them. If there's no one that hates you in this business or dislike you in this business, you haven't made it in this damn business. So to me it's it's more like it's more like I'm looking at this and and it's like, shit, Rick Flair has been saying that for years. I mean he has he has so many marriages to fucking prove it for crying out loud. so you know what's the big deal? people are making uh, I, I've realized this now like a lot of these people are going to make everything out of it into such a big deal because i I don't want to drag politics involved or social you know so social issues involved but it seems like a lot of people are being very very conservative at this point in time like you know you can't say anything without pissing off somebody in a big way so you know I mean how how you how you gonna sell tickets anymore? You know, if it was MJF saying it, I'm sure guys would be like, ha ha ha, it's MJF. I'm pretty sure of it.
1: I would agree with you on that. And that's also because I'm solely going to say because MJF is like 26. Yeah. Or something like that. You know what I mean?
2: 28. But yeah. who's counting?
1: At least he's in a more age-appropriate range for something like that. Otherwise, I mean, Yoshi, you got to uh, be around Ric Flair in the business and stuff. As a professional, what's Ric Flair like?
0: Yeah, so uh, it's hard to say. I don't know maybe maybe I can say or I don't know I I can decide but it's hard to say but so 2013 so his son really rare passed away so after a couple of days like a maybe something a, a week after after a week he came to like the WWE show and he performed for the audience. Please imagine if you have a son, then your son passed away after after a week, can you perform for the audience? My situation, I think I can't do that, but he did, so, you know, yeah, I can't imagine his, like, sadness, but of course, in the backstage, he looks, like, very sad, yeah, but In front of audience, he's the same, you know, same, same as, same as always, as, as usual, you know, require is require. So he's very professional. So I respect him, really respect him, you know. Yeah, require is require. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Now um Rick Flair also had uh some other comments that yeah. he made, uh in regards to younger talents and giving advice and Yoshi uh he, he was in an interview and, and he had been asked about you know, you know, giving talent advice. And he said, I really don't do that much anymore because if you want to know the truth, it's sad, but I think, but I think the same way in not just wrestling, but in other sports, the kids, the younger generation looks more at what the fans are saying. Social media and they are sensitive. Everybody is sensitive and it's hurtful, but I quit giving advice when somebody asked me something and then I saw them walk over and ask someone 20 years younger the same question. I'm only going to tell you once if they ask and if they really don't ask. People still ask me to watch their match and give my critiques. I do that. I'm delighted when someone asks me that. Someone just asked me last week. I'd love to help them out. I've had so much experience. And wrestled so many different personalities. Different body types. Different styles. And I'm honored when they ask me that. And I like to give them advice. Now the. Only downfall is he's not giving advice anymore so Yoshi yeah I have to ask you about this is is did you ever get advice from Ric Flair at all
0: no I I asked him many times why not of course yeah When I was in WWE, I asked him about my match many times. He gave me the advice many times.
1: Awesome. And, you know, now that you are a veteran of the ring, do you have younger talents coming up to you asking you for advice?
0: Yeah. So if I, like some young guy ask me about the wrestling, I will tell them the first of all, work attitude. You know, work attitude is the most important, I think. Like respect each other, the owner is the most important part of wrestling, it's my opinion. So I will tell them, so techniques is, so many people can teach them wrestling techniques, right? Skills, but you know, not many people teach them like attitude, respect, order about the wrestling. So I will tell them, okay, everybody can do like uh, moves, right? Mm-hmm. But, so, it's a, no wrestling. This is like a circus, you know? So the wrestling is the most important, is the attitude, and the respect, why, right? you know? So I will tell them, if young guy ask me about wrestling. So many young guy ask me about their matches. So I will I will teach them about the match. But not many people ask me about the uh, like uh, attitude for the wrestling, or most uh, what is most important for the wrestling. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean,
2: I mean I'm mean, i going to chime in on this one because I saw that firsthand when he was in Shanghai uh, back in June. The first thing that Yoshi and I talked about, Yoshi would say, hey, you know, if any of these Chinese talents need advice, I'll be happy to give it to them like that was the first thing that that he said and and i and i told the owner about it uh adrian and and you know and it it's very welcoming the the uh from what i have been told from others in the locker room they were really happy that that yoshi was in those locker rooms and you know giving them ideas, giving them advice and talk to them and all that kind of stuff. So um, I think that's something that may be missing in some uh, companies because I was just looking at, um, I was just watching an interview uh, with Tully Blanchard. And he was asked when, if whether... AEW talents would go to him and ask for advice he said no so you know i think that's something that's missing a lot in some in some companies you know whether it's aw or, or, or uh some of these independent promotions so you know i think that's something that that people need to look at to be honest If you want longevity in wrestling, you really have to at least, you know, talk to the veterans, ask them for advice, bounce off ideas. You know, just like uh, I would say, most likely, just like any businesses, you'll need to.
1: I agree with that. So, Yoshi, does it. Like how do you feel when uh, these younger talents come up to you and ask you for advice?
0: Yeah, I will teach them. So yeah, so attitude, the respect, honor, is most important for the wrestling. Okay. But they're like a in the base. After that, the skills. Techniques, you know, yeah. If like a like basic attitude, respect, honor. If the nothing, like just a circus. You know. This is no wrestling. Yeah. If uh, you know what's I... interesting, Yoshi?
2: You know what's interesting from what you just said. Ten years ago, I did an interview with uh Osama the okay and he practically said the same thing that you just said yeah the honor the respect yeah. everything he he said the same thing because we so, you start Japan yeah yeah it, it's the same old old style new Japan mentality I think that yeah. You know, I think it's missing in today's business.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the biggest word was uh honor and respect. There I was, I feel like that's a missing piece of the puzzle nowadays.
0: Yeah. If. But, if somebody has respect for the wrestling, not break like a contract, you know. If leave, leave the contract, not not have contract other company, you know, if respect for the wrestling. Yeah, can't do that. I can't do that if I have a like a contact the terms I can't I can do new con uh new cont, uh contract the other company you know if yeah. I have respect
1: yeah okay yeah. you know let's move on uh transition back to WWE um, <laughs> WWE has been going under some uh, new moves with their shows. Um, Fox is moving or um, Smackdown is moving from Fox
0: to the USA
1: network. Mm. NXT is heading to the CW network which also has on their app, the NWA show. Okay. So, WWE Raw is going to be moving as well. Yeah. It has not been announced, but their next TV deal would be... Uh, It's expected to be announced before the new year in 2024 and as of right now it looks like warner brothers discovery yeah. Disney, amazon and yeah. nbc are the leading four companies that want to get wwe raw on their programming Raw has been on the USA Network. It started in 1993 and then that deal ended um, in the 2000s when they went to they took over where ECW was with Spike TV. In 2005 Raw moved back to the USA network where they've been ever since almost 20 years what do you think of Raw moving to another network and there was at one time AEW having talks of being part of Warner Brothers Discovery and all this, this other stuff that they were having go on so would this look like trouble for AEW uh
0: maybe that's why WWE like uh how should I say take over the mm-hmm. the position right
1: yeah because yeah. Warner Brothers, I believe, is also incorporated with TNT and TBS, which are the two channels yeah. that they're on. But, and Warner Brothers has other channels as well, which is why I think they're specifically saying Discovery. I'm not sure what channel it would be, but that would mean Warner Brothers potentially two deals with the two top leading networks in America.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's a big deal for law. I think it's good, good, good chances, right?
1: Yeah, I mean Warner Brothers. If uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, Sean, you could help if you know more about it. Uh was Ted Turner? Yeah, and yeah. Ted Tur- and you know, Turner Ted-
2: used to own TNA and TBS.
1: Yeah, so yeah. um as as part of the deals we know NXT moving from the USA network to CW is yeah. getting like millions of dollars more. Really? Yeah. It's uh It yeah, it's goes getting, back uh, yeah. to
2: my my comment last week too. I mean, signing CM Punk has to have something to do with Raw. Now, imagine, imagine CM Punk is on Raw and they sign a new deal with Warner Brothers. And if, if I'm 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 only guessing here, okay? If Warner Brothers decided to Take Raw and ditch the entire AEW programming. Because right now they're still at a stalemate in terms of negotiation the last time I checked. So well. nothing is concrete right now with AEW's deal. Uh new deal anyway. And we have seen this before with um with Spike TV dropping ECW and then brought in Raw. So, if that's going to happen, what is that going to say about AEW's future? That's going to be something really, it's going to hurt AEW in a big way, if that's going to happen.
1: Yes, one thing I have noticed, especially with the ratings, collision is supposed to be like I'm gonna say it, the secondary show to Dynamite right. and two weeks ago, the ratings were two hundred and fifty thousand views and Looks last like
2: week ENA's numbers at one point,
1: yeah. And then last week, I believe it did increase uh, to around like three, you know, went up like a 100,000 to that 250-ish, somewhere around there, went up to like 300,000 or something along those lines. But when you're having former WWE stars and stars from other companies come in on these shows, one... I have to say it's a bad time slot. Hmm. There's a reason why WCW Saturday night did not have the top talent on it. Yeah, I'm sorry to say it, but.
2: It, it was a giveaway show, mostly.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the way I look at it. Um, The time slot is, is just a bad, you know, Saturday, 8.05 or 8 o'clock, whatever if you're a family you're doing family stuff on the weekend if you're a single guy you're college you're pregaming, and getting ready to go to the bar or you know mm. let's also face it saturday if there's a local indie show and you're you're friends with guys that are on the show or you know you're big on the the local independent show you're going to the independent show mm. i mean who can't beat 15 bucks for a front row seat you know what i mean And you get to watch it live and have a good time as opposed to something that's pre-recorded.
2: So you can DVR
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, you can DVR it too now. Like And watch it later. Fast forward through the commercials. But... um, Yeah, I just... When it comes to this... I would say W is and or should probably be looking at moving to another network if, you know, hearing this news that WWE and Warner Brothers, especially considering Warner Brothers is like the top runner. Yeah. It's like, okay, they got a taste with AEW. Now let's go to the big leagues. That's how it feels to me.
2: Yeah. It's the same thing that I'm feeling right now, and it's not just that. It's also, um, right now, from the looks of it, and and I know uh, probably some AEW diehards will probably bash me for saying this, but with the ratings down, number one, you can say, oh, you know, there are a lot of other, other platforms that, that they may be doing well and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, TV deals are still the biggest deals that any programming can get. Not anything like YouTube or or any other online platforms. So if you don't have that, you're screwed as, as a program. So if anything, I think right now is a really good time for AEW instead of spending tens of millions of dollars trying to acquire new WWE talent that just gone out from WWE or whatever they need heavy ass advertising like they seriously need like major major advertising campaign to go look we got this guy we got this guy we got this guy okay we got sting we got flair we got we got Edge, we got uh, um, now he's Adam Copeland, uh Brian Danielson, we have we have MJF, all of these guys you you really have to put in gears to heavily promote them. Not just to the core base fans, but to the mass audience. I think that's where the problem is right now of AEW is that they rely on too much of the diehard, hardcore audience base and completely forgot about the the casual fans i think that's where the problem is
1: what do you think yoshi
0: yeah yeah it, it's hard to stay yeah.
2: Like if you are if you're running AEW, if you if, if Tony Khan said, Hey Yoshi, you run AEW right now, okay? I run? From, I... from, yeah, yep. yeah. Like like if, if Tony Khan say, Okay, so so you taking Brian Danielson's position, basically like, you know, if something happens to Tony Khan, okay, everything goes to Yoshi to handle. All right. That's what Tony mm-hmm. Khan has said. To, to, you know, if anything happens to him, you know, first person to go to is, is Brian Danielson, okay? So, say for example, if you are in that position, and you are running AEW with all of Tony Khan's money, okay, yeah. or his father's money, Shaq Khan's money, um yeah. how are you going to make AEW at least um to have more notoriety outside of the diehard fans
0: about the outside
2: Much? yeah like like no attracting more people to 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 show
0: uh, I, I don't know but if i'm Tony Gunn, mm-hmm. i will I will restart, so like end of the ECW. So when I was in WWE, ECW is gone, has gone, Mm. right? Uh, That was 2010, right? Mm. I think, okay, so when ECW was gone, Mm-hmm. so right before one day before one day, my son was born mm. yeah so I yeah I can't forget that day is a uh, February 16th 2010 so the that day my son was born mm. so February seventeenth, my son was born, so I remember. Mm-hmm. So I if I'm Tony mm-hmm. I want to proceed that ECW. I will I will hire Christian mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Yeah right. Hurricane. Zach Ryder, hmm. like everybody, uh, uh, like uh, the, the Kozlov. Hmm. I Kozlov. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Kozlov. Uh, yeah. Many guys then restart ECW. So so, after... so you
2: would you would ditch AEW completely to restart ECW.
0: Yeah. If I'm Tony Khan, I will restart ECW. Same wrestlers, the era. Christian, Tommy Dreamer, me, Hurricane, and Goldust. These five guys is like top babyface of ECW. The heel was William Regal, Zack Ryder, yeah, Kozlov, uh, Ezekiel Jackson. Well like was top here. I will restart. Same wow. situation. I will I will start if I'm Tony Gar.
2: A lot of these guys have have well Wooden Regal is now back in WWE. Tommy Dream is an impact. Uh, I think Ezekiel Jackson is pretty much out of the business already. Wow, you! I don't know, man. I mean,
1: I did not see that coming.
2: Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. <laughs> did <laughs> not EC- see that coming. W, the ECW period, would you say, Yoshi? It's the happiest time that you were in WWE. Would you say? Would yeah. you think so? See, yeah, that's why he's saying it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, what? What's wrong? No, nothing. Nothing. I just, I just thought. I, I I just thought for you to say that it has to be the happiest time when you were in WWE. That's why. That's why you want to bring it back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Why you? Why you guys rough? No, serious. because
2: because I just I just thought I I laughed because I guessed it correctly.
0: Yeah, you are right. Yeah, I guessed
2: it correctly that it was the happiest time when you were in WWE. That's why. That's why I laughed.
1: Well, you know, speaking of Tony Khan. He finally opened up about CM Punk a little bit. I'm gonna go to the oh, share. Finally, he's
2: not like he, he's not like oh I was fear of my life or
1: or yeah oh, nah. I could talk about
2: it legally and like yeah
1: yeah. So his his first original comments, I believe the interview was with uh Forbes or something like that where um. It was was a UK-based company. And they were talking, they were supposed to be talking about all in 2024. Uh, The journalist had asked Tony Khan about CM Punk going to WWE. And he said he didn't have a comment. He said he couldn't legally talk about it. And he also said that this wasn't the time or the place, but he is ecstatic to talk about all in 2024 at Wembley stadium and even made the comments. I'm not ducking or dodging your question. I just legally can't talk about it. So now Tony Khan has done an interview Yoshi with the New York post and knowing, you know, this journalist had done their, their research knowing that Tony Khan had said that he can't comment on punk going to, WWE, but he was asked uh, to comment on the positive contributions in AEW that CM Punk made. And Tony Khan said, the first dance was incredible, was an incredible moment in wrestling and was part of a very important time in AEW, Khan said, All Out 2021, along with All In. are our, our biggest pay-per-views of all time, and we've had a lot of great success as a company, As a team, and in some of the most exciting times, CM Punk has been a big part of that team. The Second City Saint made his AEW debut in his hometown of Chicago, August 2021. That second episode of AEW Rampage was dubbed the first dance and marked the company's first event at the famed United Center, adding fuel to the rumors that Punk was returning to pro wrestling after seven years away. So, Tony Khan did have positive things to say about CM Punk in AEW. Now, after hearing that, Yoshi, we've seen CM Punk in his debut, and he made a debut on Raw was given a microphone and didn't we didn't get a pipe bomb that people were expecting so to speak hmm. but he was in good spirits it right. seemed like um he referred to himself being back home hmm. he was taking photographs with other WWE talent And was even seen taking photos with fans along the ramp when Raw went off the air. Now, there was one point where a lot of fans speculated he was trashing the Young Bucks at the end. He had said, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And then did like a little victory lap in the Mm -hmm. ring before exiting the ring, which sean if you had watched um the first collision without cm punk the young bucks came out and did a victory dance around the ring citing cm punk's no longer here yay we did it yay we did it
2: right yeah
1: so yoshi i gotta ask uh what's your opinion on cm punk seemingly being in good spirits and do you think he's had a change of heart when it comes to WWE after the whole AEW fiasco and everything that went on there for him?
0: I don't. I don't think he hasn't changed. He never changed. I think. Ooh. Yes, bunk is same bunk. I think.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what do you think of Tony Khan's comments? You know, at first he, you know, refusing to he he's he has not talked about CM Punk going to WWE yet. He's citing that legal reasons he can't. I don't know what those legal reasons would be, but he's just
0: for for his wife. He go him fire. That's why.
2: No, he didn't he didn't get he, he didn't get CM Punk fired. Really? Ryan Danielson did.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: so okay, let's talk about that too. So Yoshi um yeah. Tony Khan had a committee basically review if CM Punk should still be in AEW or not. And one of the people on those committee was Brian Danielson.
2: He was leading it. And then there was a lawyer outside of AEW, and then there was an in-house lawyer who was also in the committee. So, it was a committee consisting of three people.
1: (laughs) Two lawyers and Brian Danielson. Yeah. And apparently, Brian had gone to talents of AEW asking essentially asking is cm punk good here should we get rid of him and essentially based off what the talents he had spoken to and what the committee had thought brian danielson essentially was part of letting go of cm punk in AEW. and after he had even posted a cryptic tweet after cm punk made his wwe debut saying that the the quote was basically my dad had always said you're not going to make the right decisions of what's right for money versus morals and stuff like that. And basically like he had even said CM Punk is a friend of his, but you got to do what you got to do type deal.
2: I Think right now, CM Punk actually thank Brian Danielson for for helping him to go back to WWE. If anything,
1: it's a great way to look at it, Yoshi. What do you think of all of that?
0: I don't know, they're used to Brian Danielson. The CM Punk is a good duration, so mm. yeah. They must say never.
1: Yeah. We all thought that was CM Punk going back to WWE, and here we are. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Never say never. Now, Yoshi. I still
2: win. I still win, by the way.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep talking about this. <laughs> Yoshi, we're going to end the show on a weird segment if you will and this one is in regards to the pressure of being a world champion so to speak now the road dog jesse james had basically been asked about wanting to be or if he would be a world champion in his wrestling days when it came to wwe he he didn't want to he didn't want to be world champion no so what he said was i guess some people would want to hear me say like i'd love a world title run i would not have loved a world title run i wasn't Why? that i wasn't that guy and now that i'm sober i still wouldn't have been that guy like that's not me don't put that much responsibility on me do i have to be the face too like this ain't a face that you want to make the face for one thing but for another thing it's like i don't want to be that dude he continued so i got to do everything man it's been a dream it's been a dream that i'm still dreaming Off of that two years, I got a podcast. Some of that two years, I got a job in the industry. Off of that two years, the relationship built during them. So, I don't know, man. I've had a great career. He was an intercontinental champion. I remember that. Uh, But Yoshi, if WWE ever came to you and said, hey, we want to make you the WWE World Champion. What's Yoshitatsu gonna say?
0: Of course, I want to be World Champion. Of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I will. I can, I can see. I can but, see now. If if WWE ever made Yoshi champion, Yoshi will probably be holding holding his boy, on one hand, holding his daughter on another hand, and just raise it up so high in the air that yeah. that he's probably going to be afraid of dropping them. That That's that's how, how Yoshi's going to feel, I think. Yeah.
0: If I got the world champion now, I do same thing. My son and my daughter, like this. Like 16 years old and 13 years old now. So I will do. <laughs> I will do now. Yeah.
1: So Yoshi but, is the WWE champion. What,
2: what do you champion. What do you think, though, Yoshi? Yoshi, sorry, Lee, but sorry. Yoshi. Yeah, I think with being the the WWE champion it comes with a lot of responsibility. Do you think at the time? When you won in WWE, you will be able to handle those responsibilities.
0: Yeah. Think so? Yeah. I will. I can make world happy. If I can get the world champion. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. How about this? I will ask Tony Khan. Please make like a proceed um, to be continued on um, ECW. Yeah, in well, uh, directory.
2: Tony Khan will have to buy that ECW name from WWE first. Because, w- because WWE owns the ECW name now.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine that meeting?
2: Ugh.
0: <laughs> Maybe he can't. So, WWE want to sell, right? Won't sell. We're not sell ECW, right? Well, they- he, will,
2: he will probably have to talk to Nick Khan. The meeting of the cons. Imagine that.
1: Wow. I not picture that. Mm. I feel like Kelly would freeze over for that.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and think about what Tony Khan has said on his tweets about Previously, WWE tempering the contract that he that he was like this was personal and all that kind of stuff for him to go into a meeting with top WWE execs. I mean, you you sure you sure Tony Khan wouldn't be like, and then just shits go flying. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't. I was... know. I will ask the directory
2: on on <laughs> X. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Like, do you want to see Yoshitatsu re restart an ECW brand? Yeah, yeah, probably do that on X. That will be interesting. See what people said next week.
1: Yeah, let's run a poll.
2: Yeah, let's run that.
1: Run a poll, right? Should-
0: Yeah, like if if, like a two-week continuity of ECW, like this, I'm like this, Goldust, like this, like this, like this. Like, I can make
2: this. Well, well, okay, here's here's a couple of problems. Number one, some of those names are owned by WWE. Number two, Mm a couple of these talents are signed with other companies. So you have Tommy Dreamer with Impact. Uh, Regal with WWE Uh, some people may not even want to sign a contract I don't know Um, yeah so if you you ever really want to do something like that that's going to be like too many difficult scenarios for you to to make it work like to include those talents that is
0: yeah but it's it's okay just to make the story on Twitter always, X, yeah.
2: right? Yeah, you can yeah, definitely I, ask.
0: Definitely I ask. Can,
2: I can use the ECW name, right? Yeah, it's just a it's just a comment from you. Yeah, obviously you're not really restarting okay. ECW, so you know, just say. I guess it's just something like you know, in an imaginative world or something. Perhaps
0: I I can write the novel about. The,
2: Two thousand twenty four we should we should have we should have a book with Yoshitatsu tells all
1: about his seven years in WWE. I agree. Fans you can go to Yoshitatsu's Twitter account. It is at Yoshitatsuism for that poll and you can vote if you think Yoshitatsu should restart ECW with the new generation of ECW stars when he was in ECW. Hmm. And fans, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's Yoshi Unleashed. You can also go to YouTube.com at Yoshi Unleashed and watch these podcast episodes. And you can also watch Yoshi Unleashed shorts. And we will soon have Yoshi Unleashed. The blooper reel. So make sure you go <laughs> and you check that out, fans. And make sure you go and you find Yoshitatsu Tatsu on social media he is on x i had just stated at yoshi Tatsuism and he is on instagram at yoshi Tatsuism yoshi close yeah. out the show my man
0: okay thank you for watching yoshi enriched let's talk about new ecw every week from now on